0: This is the Topher Sphere Podcast. Play the music. Hi, welcome back to the Topher Sphere Podcast. I'm Topher, and this is a podcast where I invite you into my brain for about 30 minutes and we discuss borderline personality disorder. I'm so glad you're back. And if you're here, you know what that means? You made it through another holiday. So let's get to today's episode. As I discussed in the holiday rescue plan, Um, We're going to go over The Verbally Abusive Relationship by Patricia Evans. This book helped me tremendously. So let's get to it. Words or attitude disempower, disrespect, or devalue the other, then they are abusive. Quote from The Verbally Abusive Relationship. Um... By Patricia Evans. Why would borderlines need to know the signs of a verbally abusive relationship? We're going to answer that. Another question that might be going through your head is, isn't the borderline the one who's doing the abusing? Sometimes. I'm going to pose a question here, and we're going to hold this until later in the episode. But can an abuser be abusing while being abused at the same time. Before I read this book, I didn't realize that my relationship was a verbally abusive relationship because I thought verbally abusive relationships were yelling and screaming matches and one-upping each other and um, things like that. But a verbally abusive relationship on the outside looks normal. And in the inside of the relationship, things are breaking down. Like I said in past episodes, borderlines are rarely abusive by volition. Usually we have valid grievances that are upsetting us, but the validity of those grievances gets lost in our borderline behavior. This is the scapegoat syndrome. Nothing ever gets resolved because our issue is never really seen. As a borderline, our self-worth is usually at zero. Our self-image is very unstable and our self-esteem is very, very low leading us to seek people who treat us the way we see ourselves. Let me say that again. Leading us to seek people who treat us the way we see ourselves. Worthless. Good treatment feels dangerous. Have you ever met someone that was really validating, that really kind of scared you when, with that? Yeah, it doesn't feel normal to us. It doesn't feel normal to a borderline because we're looking for what matches us. What is verbal abuse? Always understand within a verbally abusive relationship, there is probably other mental health disorders occurring. So seeking mental health treatment is key. Verbal abuse is just difficult to recognize. Verbal abuse is a pattern of psychological violence involving an attempt to define the partner's reality in a negative way. By putting her down and denying the experience, it can take many forms. In a verbally abusive relationship, the abuser and the partner have different motivations. The abuser feels powerless. Let me say that again. The abuser feels powerless and constantly attempts to dominate. The partner trusts the abuser and tries to cooperate. Have you ever been in that situation where you just tiptoe and try to keep the peace? Effects of verbal abuse on the partner include loss of self-esteem and self-trust. Other signs of verbal abuse include feeling unstable, confused, or fearful. Most verbal abuse happens in secret. And sometimes, like I said, you don't even realize it's happening. Verbal abuse became, will become more intense over time. You adapt to the abuse. Let that sink in. You adapt to the abuse. Part one of the book, Identifying Here's another quote that I love. Yelling at living things does tend to kill the spirit within. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will break my heart. Do they seem irritated at you several times a week, even though you have tried not to accept them? If someone's always irritated with you or you're always afraid to approach them, that could be a sign. When you feel hurt or try to express that you're upset with them, you never feel like the issue has been resolved. You don't feel happy or relieved. They might say you're just trying to start a fight. Have you ever had that statement thrown at you? When you're trying to express that you're hurt and that you need some comfort, and the person just says, you're trying to start a fight. See, they're denying your reality. They're denying your experience. That's where it's abusive. Do you feel, sometimes wonder, what's wrong with me? Should I feel so bad? Your feelings are probably the best indicator of how you're being treated. And see, this is the catch 22 with borderline borderlines have a tendency of not trusting their intuition because it's failed us, because our emotions have um, tricked us at certain times. You have to get back. To trusting your intuition your intuition will be your guide does your partner rarely share their thoughts or plans with you this is a big one in re- intimate relationships there's a give and take that makes the relationship and if there is no ebb and flow if there's no sharing on one side the relationship breaks down. All right. Crazy making or gaslighting. Um, this is a big one. This is where the abuser denies your experience. They try to keep you off balance. Um, So you don't re- listen to your intuition. Feel... Do you ever feel temporarily thrown off balance, unable to right oneself? Feel lost, not knowing where to turn, searching endlessly, being caught off guard, feeling disconnected or confused or disoriented, feeling of balance as if the rug was pulled out from underneath you, receiving double messages, but unable or fearful to ask for clarification. This one was a big one for me. I was in a relationship that I was scared to ask for the relationship to be defined. Feeling generally bugged with the presence of a person. If you're with someone and you become tense when they enter the room There might be abuse happening. Feeling that there's always something wrong. That's a big one too. Does your partner ever say, I don't know what you're talking about. You're too sensitive. Think about that. Think about those statements. They are denying your experience they are invalidating you is you're blowing things way out of proportion that's an abusive statement um so now you determine that you're in an abusive relationship what now Well, you need to connect your feelings with the the abuse so you can separate them. So instead of saying, I am hurt, say I am being hurt. Instead of saying, I feel diminished, say I am being diminished. Instead of saying, I feel unrecognized, say, I am unrecognized. I feel ignored. I am being ignored. To understand the abusive relationship, this book gives us a concept of two different realities. Patricia Evans poses to us that an abuser is actually seeing and processing things through a different reality than what we are. There's two different realities, power over and personal power. Power over or reality one kills the spirit. One ups the situation. Have you ever been in an argument with a partner and you say something that is critical? And they have to say something that is more critical. They one up. It's tit for tat. Yeah. That's reality one. That's someone working in power over. Feels power through dominance and control. An abuser feels powerful through their actions. You will always be the scapegoat. In reality, one, there's a hierarchy. Your worth is based on what you can produce. Like I used to have a, a partner, Tom, and he would always look at me. I'd be doing something there or, or something like that. And he would just say, Oh, it looked like you needed a win. And At first I thought he was giving me a compliment, but then when I actually thought about the statement, it was denying my reality. In reality one, all is fair in love and war. In reality one, they feel powerful through manipulation. Personal Power or Reality 2. Personal power takes great self-esteem to validate your experience when no one else does. You have to learn to validate your experience. Reality 2 nourishes the spirit through mutuality and co-creation. Everyone has something to bring to the table. Everyone is a part. Feels power through connection. In reality, too, it's mutuality and co-creation. We're partners. There's no hierarchy. Everyone's got something to give and everyone matters in the same way. Signs that you're working within personal power. Because I want to work within personal power. Signs of personal power to bring one's thoughts and to hear the others, to express one's enthusiasm and to delight in the others to reveal oneself and to reflect the other, to value oneself and to esteem the other. You cannot esteem another person until you value yourself. If you look at these statements, they all start with you first to enjoy one creations and to treasure the others, to pursue one's growth and to nurture the others, to cherish one's solitude and honor the other, to follow one's interests and to encourage the other, to act at one's pace and to accept the other. To indulge in oneself and to give to the other. These are all signs of personal power to protect oneself, to protect oneself and to comfort the other. To see oneself. You have to see oneself before you can behold the other. To let oneself and to let the other be. Personal power is to love oneself. Love oneself and love the other. Sounds of signs of someone working in reality one or power over. They will you they will try to define your perception. They use control to feel power. Irritable. Likely to blame his mate for his outbursts or actions or unpredictability. You never know what will anger them. Anger is intense. Unaccepting of one's mate's feelings and views. Unexpressive of warmth and empathy. That one was a big one for me. I lived in a relationship for 15 years without warmth and empathy. They will use the phrase, I love you. No one could love you as much as I do. I never leave you. I never do anything to hurt you, even though they're denying your experience that they have hurt you. I just want you to be happy. That sounds like a good statement, right? But if you think about it in context, I just want you to be happy is saying to change your state. You don't seem happy. Be happy. Gaslighting. A reality, someone working within reality one will gaslight you. They'll tell you something happened or they'll deny something happened. Silence. Uncommuted in private or frequently demanding. Argumentative, a nice guy around others. But competitive towards the partner, quick to jealousy. Because in reality, one, there's ownership, there's power over. If you think about it, they manipulate to get their needs met. Explosive, hostile, unexpressive of their feelings is it important to remember that every person is different and every abuser is different. Sometimes abusers may be extremely overpowering and demanding, and some may be at the exact opposite, reclusive, only occasionally demanding, and very manipulative. In reality, one, you have no equality. They do not see you as their equal. You will never be their equal. In reality two, personal power, you are always treated like an equal part. In reality one, there's competitions. Can't. There's competition. In reality two, personal power you have partnership you have a partner that shares their goals and aspiration in reality one there is no planning because you're not seen as an equal partner there's no partnership there's no equality there's no planning for the future if you're with someone that will not make plans with you you need to see and look. You might be in an abusive relationship. In reality one, there's manipulation. Always in reality one, power over requires it. To get their needs met. In reality two, there's communication. Met. Needs. Now, for the ending, I want to talk about... Um, borderline abusive traits. Um, this is something that is difficult for me to share because I have been abusive. I have worked in reality one most of my life. It wasn't until the book, this book, that I realized that I was working in reality one instead of being Personal power. And with borderlines, what happens, or what happened with me, is because of our abandonment issues, we all have issues with abandonment. Um, because of those being extreme, we stay in relationships way too long. Um, Ron and I were in a 14-year relationship, probably a year and a half, two years into the relationship, Ron and I stopped communicating. We stopped having sex. It was fine, but there was no validation. There was no emotion. There was no mutuality. There was no sharing, there was no intimacy that's required for reality to relationship. Because I was so afraid of being abandoned, I stayed in that relationship to the point to where I became abusive. Let me say that again, I stayed in that relationship to the point that I became abusive. And I think this is a pattern that's played out with borderlines across the board with Keith, way back 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago probably, Keith and I stayed together way too long. An average person would have had their first fight where there was yelling and screaming and probably left. Um, but the borderline has the abandonment issues. We cannot seem to easily let go. We can learn, we can learn to easily let go, but it's not easy for us to let go of people because we feel like we're gonna be lost. We feel like there's never gonna be a connection again. And so we try to hang on to whatever connection we have even if it's doing damage to us, even when it does damage to us. Do I believe Ron and I are abusive people by nature? No, an emphatic no. Ron or I, by ourselves, being who we are would probably never be abusive, but put Ron and I together with so many hurts, so many um, lost expectations and you have the potential for a viewably abusive relationship. So yes, You can be abused while abusing. That might be controversial, but you can be abusing and be abused at the same time. And in my opinion, it goes like in a cycle. It's in a cycle. The relationship between Ron and I was in a cycle. I would want something from him, he would refuse to give it to me so I would get bitter and get loud and then bad things would happen. Um, I'm not excusing anything. I'm not excusing an abuser. I'm not excusing myself. I've had to deal with what I've done. but. I'm hoping this gives you an insight to what happens when a borderline is in a verbally abusive relationship. I thank you very much for for joining today. Um, if you have any questions, I can be reached at the Topher Sphere T O P H S S P H E R E at hotmail.com shoot me an email on your ideas um questions and anything you want to know about me i'll discuss it on the on the podcast and i say goodbye to you until next week can we get that music back With nurture, it's nature. The sick and so twisted mind, my mind. Don't watch me. Cover your eyes or look to the sky. Ain't no hope inside. sight.